Hi, everyone, and welcome to season two of the MV podcast. I'm your host, Trana. I am so excited to be here and to kick off this new season with four amazing MV girls who we have here at The Loft with us. So how about you each introduce yourselves and say a little something about you that we don't know. Oh, no. It could be anything you want, something simple, even just your astrological sign, whatever you mm. want to share. Just give us a little, a little tagline, a little. No a little one take that one because I'm going to do that. What? <laughs> My astrological sign. Me too. Okay. So you can each do that. Okay. Let's keep it simple. We, we should all do it. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Tell us okay. your sign. Okay. Hi, this is Cindy Starfall. I was born and raised in Vietnam. My sign is Sagittarius, and my Chinese animal sign is a snake. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kaylani Lei. I was born in Singapore, and my astrological sign is a Leo, and my Chinese sign is a monkey. I've been in the industry for about 13 to 14 years now, and I'm very happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Hi, I'm Paige Owens. I'm from good old Pennsylvania. I'm a Leo and I'm brand new. I'm like four oh. months in. Oh, so we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Hi guys, I'm Brooklyn Chase. I was born in San Diego. I'm a Pisces and I have been in the industry just over six years. Sweet, I'm a Pisces too. Let's talk. Nice. And we have our amazing sound guy with us tonight, Jules. What? Oh yeah. Yay. Yes, I'm Jules. I'm a Cancer. Oh. <laughs> emotional. No, I'm going to be, uh, yeah, exactly. Very <laughs> emotional, yes. So I'll be in the back here. Uh, I'll be the nerd of the night, just making sure everything is monitored properly. And I'll be gathering all the questions that the fans have for you guys. So maybe if we have time towards the end of the podcast, we could go through that. And uh, for everyone listening, if you want to participate, you make sure to log in mvpodcast.manyviz.com to join us. And if you don't have an account, what are you waiting for? It's free. Yes, get on yes. it. Sign up to your MV account yes. and subscribe to our MV podcast on iTunes and leave us a rating. This is the kickoff of season two, but we had a great first season, 15 episodes for you to listen to and enjoy. Wow. And yeah, so we're kicking off this new season tonight with all of you amazing ladies. Um, so you each kind of happened to mention how long you've been doing this. Um, Paige, let's start with you because you mentioned <laughs> that you're four months into this. Yes, I'm just so, a little baby. Yeah. So how did you find your way into this sort of world? Mm, so before I actually stepped into like production porn, I was camming and actually a clip girl on many vids under a different name for about a year. Um, I was in school and waitressing at the time and I hated like coordinating my job with school and I was just like I'm so over this. I like followed some cam girl on the internet and I was like you know what I can do that and I just tried it out and like from that day on I was like I'm quitting my job. I'm gonna be a cam girl. And then my next step in the process of camming was like getting my name out there. So I'm like, let me try production porn. And I fell in love with it. And <laughs> so do you look, you sort of, do you look at those two things as being like two sort of separate careers or sort of entities like the cam work versus the studio porn that you're just getting into now? Or is it all kind of related together? Um, For me, the production porn was kind of like the stepping stone. I liked camming 
but I kind of hit a wall like with viewers and like money that I could make. And I always like had it in the back of my mind, like if I want more of a following, I should probably do more, right. like at least interact with the porn world. And then I was like, why not just jump right in? Right. But you're still on many vids. And I you're am. you're still doing- I can when I can. Right. So I, it all kind of feeds in yeah. together. Yeah. Great. All part of a bigger picture. And what's the what's the big picture for you? If they're like the goal, what's the what's the sort of end goal? Or if there's something in particular that you feel like you're working towards? I mean, you've already taken this yeah. big new step. Is that something you see yourself doing for a little while, or is this also a stepping stone to something um, bigger for you? I love shooting porn, so I will. I hope to be shooting for as long as possible. Eventually, I want to make my own website, so maybe just bring traffic to a website that right. I'm selling clips at and things like that. That's so cool. And Keilani, you mentioned that you've been doing this, did you say 14 years? Yes, I'm the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell us a bit about your path in this world and how you how you got started and where you feel you're at now in this amazing career. And where I'd like to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I started off dancing at a um, gentleman's club in Vegas. And, you know, I really, it's not that I didn't like it, but I was really not good at the hustling part mm -hmm. and selling myself part. So I would just like sit by the bar and drink. And if anybody asked to dance, I would be like, okay, but I would never apply myself. And then finally, this, somebody had approached me for whatever reason and asked me and told me about this thing called, I'm going to date myself now, mm -hmm. this thing called a web website back then <laughs> right. it was like woo it's when they first started and they told me that you know I can sell pictures of myself sexy pictures of myself nude and I would make money that way so I further um so I went and and um explored that world and I traveled to LA and somehow all of a sudden got signed to an agent and then before I knew it I was doing scenes loved it went to my first convention saw professional pictures of myself posters and everything with pro makeup and lighting and I was like oh my gosh I look like a model and I thought it was great <laughs> and then um from then on I just started then I signed my contract um, a few months and I signed the contract which was a huge deal for me a huge milestone um at the time I signed my contract with Wicked Pictures I was with them for 10 amazing years and then um that was basically where like my career was like you know, grounded was with Wicked Pictures, right. a big production company, shot my videos through them exclusively. And then um, now I am working on my own site, KeilaniLive.com. And um, I'm still working on it as far as being in front of the camera. But my end goal is I would like to eventually whip out a book, a checkbook and write checks out and hire um talent myself right. and be behind the camera possibly i think like directing for sure directing producing like just whatever i just want to get you know behind it and on that other end of it right now but right now i'm still having so much fun being in front of the camera so right that's, great. that's yeah. so much fun and you also you also have your profile on many vids as oh well. for sure yes so that I, has been really fun everybody's right. fun on that so what are you up to on there so i have um a few little clips on there so i've picked out my favorite clips some of my favorite uh couple minute clips on there and and I uh, uploaded them and um, they're, they're personal. A lot of them, some of them are little clips from my site. Others have been just strictly like by my, from my iPhone taken by me. 
and very personal ones. Um, so it's a little bit of everything. Right. So I guess that's a way for the fans that see you in the more studio type point yes, to get this more intimate and like exactly personal intimate. look at There's who you are and what you're doing. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Insight to my site and insight to whatever goes on. I don't know, like in my bedroom or whatever. It's fun. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And Cindy, how long have you been in this industry? I guess I'm in a little middle. I'm about five years okay. in. And uh, it's been a great journey for me because I came from Vietnam and I didn't know any English. And I got a job at a corporate store in the fashion. But I got really bored because the HR kept calling me in and I kept getting in trouble with them. What were you getting in trouble for? <laughs> because this, oh, my, my phone always ring and I'm like, oh, God. And you kind of have that gut feeling that you knew you did something bad. Right. You knew you just right. got caught. So it wasn't anything bad or anything. She was just saying that how I keep making sexual comments to my coworker. <laughs> <laughs> nothing bad. Nothing no, just bad. Sexual harassment. Yeah, just, just some light sexual So I wouldn't call it sexual harassment. <laughs> it was consensual. <laughs> it was. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting a troublemaker vibe from you. <laughs> but. I could be innocent too. Yes, I can see both sides. So anyway, I just go into HR and and then she's like, "Oh, I'm aware. Are you aware that she she tell me all this stuff?" And I said, like, "Oh man, in my head, I'm like, oh damn it, fucking Alicia, <laughs> damn Alicia, damn Alicia." But she was beautiful. She was blonde. She was like, you know, nothing like me because we're, you know, I. From Vietnam, I fantasized the Western like, right. uh, woman almost. Um, so at that point, I said, like, you know what? I don't need this job. Like, I, I feel like this is so boring for me. And I tell her, this is so boring. I want to be myself. And then on the same night, I went to a swinger club and I met this um, uh, executive at Hustler Magazine. He asked me if I ever been in front of the camera. And I said, I have never. And he put me in a Hustler magazines, and I think it just kicked off from there. So Hustler magazine was your first sort yes, of it was. entry into this world. I wow. mean, I always see like you know the the magazine and all the girls in there, and they look beautiful and right. they look so confident. And me with my culture, I couldn't, I can never be like embrace my sexuality right. like that. So I thought it was very like I admire their work, and now I get to be that girl. Right. So it was is amazing feeling. Absolutely. Well, in that, um, you, you know, mentioning that in your culture, you weren't able to sort of express the side of mm -hmm. you, but was it always a part of you that you felt you wanted to express? Was it, was this always like a kind of dream for you? Yes, definitely. I'm always been a slut. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. Haven't we all? <laughs> but you obviously you cannot tell that sex is like a topic, like no, no, in my family, like it's, you don't talk about it. You know, as it says, don't talk about it. So I would masturbate in a shower. I would take a long ass shower. Too. <laughs> but I would masturbate with a shower head in the shower or even like underneath the bed or next to the bed. Like, you know, my mom or my and my grandma. Because, you know, an Asian family, you have like five generations right, live in living. one house. Yeah. So everybody just kind of have the room next to me. And and one time I sneaked this guy inside, you guys. <gasps> like, uh, and my grandma was sleeping. Cindy. My mom was sleeping. Oh, my God. I didn't she know. is a troublemaker. You know, I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Innocent, totally but. Totally. No, but but because like I never able to express it, so I right. was just like when I turned eighteen, I was just a big slut. I was like, oh, I yeah. fuck you, I fuck you, I fuck you. <laughs> it was like Oprah, like, <laughs> like you get a car, you get a car, yeah. you, you get some, you get some, you get some. And does Everyone your family know now? Yes, my family knows now. Um, it's something that they prefer not to talk about. Right. So we're obviously not 
on the same page. We still disagree on it, mm-hmm. but I tell I just want to make sure that we're on the same page and no one forced me into this because they always like, what's wrong? Like you have a degree, you can do all this stuff. Why are you being with all these girls? I say, mom, these girls are smart. Like none of us, like, you know, like stupid or anything mm-hmm. like that. We just do it. We like sex and we love our body. So no one forced me into this. Yeah. So, but I mean, they're not agree. I, but I kind of like, you can't please everybody. Absolutely <laughs> not. And yeah. I mean, don't even bother just trying. It's, like so I, I just, it's, it's too exhausting. It's too exhausting. You have yeah, stuff I, to do. Yeah. <laughs> you have to build a career and make things happen for yourself. So now five years into this, where are you at now in your careers? Um, like what kind of work are you doing? What are you up to? Um, I'm doing great. So I'm still shooting, but I also doing more behind of the scene. I have my many bits account. I also do more of my stuff for my online store. I also have my club store for that I shoot my daily adventures. Um, so I love it because I get to be my own boss. Yeah, that's the best. And Brooklyn, what about you? God, I can't follow Cindy's story. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> no. I, I'm sure you have some stories, it's Brooklyn. Nothing like that. Um, <laughs> God, she makes me look like a saint. Um, <laughs> boring. God, I know. I'm You're so not boring. a saint. I'm so boring. I'm not boring. No, <laughs> I was um, I was 27 when I got into the industry. So I, you know, had had a career in retail pharmacy. I ran um, I ran a pharmacy and a store for many years. I worked retail for 12 years, and I was just bored. I was so bored. I hated going to work every day, and so I got on Craigslist. And I was like, maybe I could be a stripper. And then I remembered I can't dance. And then <laughs> I was like, I found an ad for um, what ended up being a porn agency. And it was it was worded very vaguely. And I was like, I think this is porn, but I'm not really sure. So I met with them and they booked me some shoots. And I totally chickened out and canceled all of them. And then, um, and then I decided to try it. And I shot one scene and I was hooked. Um, I mean, I, I – wasn't sneaking guys into a room with family members, but I <laughs> definitely had my my years in high school. Um, I also masturbated in the shower. So, I mean, I guess I <laughs> almost I out of us. Yeah, yeah I think that's like I, st- I still do. That's like our first vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> Showerhead, amazing. So. Um, but I'm having a blast. I getting when I got into the industry, I told myself I would do it for a couple of years and maybe put myself through school or do something like that and very quickly I realized I would never have as much fun. Right. You know, and and I would never get to be around as you know, what I love the most, I think, is that the people in this industry, like, they go to work and they want to be there. You know, everyone's there because they want to be. And where else are you going to work that everyone wants to be there? Very few places. You know, and yeah. and it's like it what it, you know the saying if you do what you love, you never work a day in your you know, it's just it's fun and I still have a really great time. I just started dancing. Turns out I can dance. You can. I never, I never thought I could. Turns out I can. Um, so I just started dancing a few months ago, and so that's interesting because usually people start off dancing so and I, like move into video. No, I jumped straight into porn. Um, camming and and dancing came way later for me. So I, I kind of jumped in. So what feet. what made you so after these you know after building this career doing video work which I which I know you're still doing um what made you want to go into the live performance dancing aspect of the business? So many girls had told me how much fun it was you know that it wasn't this absolutely terrifying thing that I had made it out to be in my mind, um you know and it was the same kind of thing when I started shooting I said I'll do one, 
let me do one, you know, appearance and see if I fall on my face and just am mortified afterwards. And it was so much fun. It's so, I'm not like a center of attention kind of person, but it's so empowering to get on stage. And even though I don't have any cool moves and I, I, I mean, I barely touch the pole except to hold myself up. But um, it's really empowering to be on stage. It's a lot of fun. I, I actually really love it. And I'm kicking myself for not doing it sooner. And what's your favorite song to dance to on stage? Taste by Tyga. Oh, yes. such good. a sexy song. Do any of the rest of you do dancing as well or have, yes. have what was your go-to song? Share your go-to song. Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> that was like my stripping Yes, I would have like um oil on stage. I have like a pool and kitty I jump pool. in the pool, kitty pool, and I put oil when I say, you know, the chorus, pour some sugar on you. And then I go, ah. <laughs> oh, you can't see. But, oh, yeah, you she can. goes, ah. and then I go, and then I pull out my big dick. It's like a surprise. It's like like, a, like, like an, an inflatable? Platter. A silver platter. I make the waiter like bring it up. Up, like on a silver platter, the big dick would be right here, and everybody's like, Oh my god, oh my don't god. do it, don't do it. And then I pull it out, and then the final cum shot go off, and like, Oh, oh my god, you had a whole production, and I'm <laughs> like, Props, yeah. don't and make like, me follow Cindy, I don't yeah. do anything like that. <laughs> no, but all of that, I learned it from Kehlani. Like, yeah. I first I didn't know anything about dancing, and they start having me tour with her, and she's been doing it, so I learned a lot from her. Kehlani. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she got the lotion part yes. from me. And not a lot of people know, but I do. we do this thing where we do lotion. And the best thing is Jordan's lotion because it doesn't taste bad because, you know, it's going to go in your mouth. <laughs> um, so we do lotion, half part lotion and then half part water. You shake it and then you can squirt it and whatever. Um, but I do like a candle wax show. I have these candles and they pour it on me at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, I've been inspired by um, Salma Hayek from, from Dust Till Dawn to the part where she has a snake. So that song right? Um, to, by Tita and Tarantula is um, After Dark. It's sexy as hell. So I danced mm. to that on my third song, but instead of a cobra or a snake or whatever wrapped around my body, I, dan I do the um, candles and then I pour it on It's me. so hot because I'm going to light those candles. Yeah, and everybody thinks it candle. hurts. Oh, I'm revealing my secrets. <gasps> It doesn't hurt. It doesn't. Okay, but do you but think it, it doesn't hurt but it looks for cool. you, or is that universal? No, special candles. Well, it's a mental thing, so it, it really doesn't hurt because the trick is to hold. Well, first of all, I, I pour the lotion on me, so that acts as kind of like a barrier. Right. But at the same time, you really don't need it. Um, if you hold the candle high, high enough, the minute wax hits air, it cools down immediately. Right. So then by the time that hits your skin, Okay, so you need to, off. it's about just that distance, like giving yeah. the wax enough air time <laughs> yeah. to cool and down before it hits it, your body. Then it'll, it's cool and it dries on you right away right. and it makes this like cool like splatter look Dye on you. to do body wax. But be been, exactly. <laughs> but I've been doing it for so long now that um, I've started being confident enough to, I don't know if it's stupid or confident, but to give it to some fans uh on the stage to pour on me Ooh. some of them get a little crazy and right. they pour it like two inches away from my body i'm just like oh god but you know it's just it's for it's look it's for like the shock value for right. everyone else it's cool to watch so i guess like that shock value for you is important when you're creating yeah yes. uh-huh but then i'm not gonna lie there are sometimes when it's a tough crowd yeah. <laughs> i'm doing all this stuff and i i don't know if they're just stunned or whatever so they yeah. don't react but they're just like 
like this. That's <laughs> like, what do you want me to blow fire <laughs> out of my ass? Yeah. I'm like pouring candle wax on me. What do you want? Yeah. 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 Nothing. Yeah, you just you think you know, and go. it goes back to what Sidney said. You can't please everybody. Right. You, you know? just gotta go but with there the are crowd. other times where people are like flipping out. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I'm just like, yeah. Or I'll pretend it hurts. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's fun. I and actually dance yeah. like I was a stripper for a few months before I got into porn, and I just remember the feature dancers would come in, and I would like sit there like, oh, they're so beautiful, they're so cool. I want to do that, and then I actually just I, was, I scheduled myself one week, and I was like thinking for a while like I I really want to do porn, and I was like talking to my agent, but I was back and forth. Right. I would. Be like, yeah, I'm going to come. And then I just would stop talking to him. And then I scheduled myself at the strip club. And I'm like, you know, I hate working here. I'm done. I'm I'm moving to L.A. I'm doing porn. And they're, like, calling me every day, like, are you coming in? Are you coming in? And I'm like, no. Next time you see me, I'm going to be on stage. <laughs> and you're going to pay me. That's right. What was your go-to song? dancing uh when you're a stripper they just pick it for you oh you don't even so, get to pick no. sometimes oh really well like at a stripper there they just as a house yeah. dancer as a house dancer oh wow okay so mm. if you get to pick what would be your style? yeah i love rap like i can twerk so oh, <laughs> anything i can twerk to <laughs> yeah amazing so you, are you are you still dancing or not anymore i honestly hate you hate it. you hate like, it like hustling okay you're not going back is, to you that. have to as a feature yeah really. i, yeah. I want to feature dance in the future when i get like more of a following but i love dancing i love performing hustling not so much yeah. <laughs> but i mean there's still is there a hustle in terms of like even just doing like more video based stuff like creating opportunities for yourself because i think like not just in porn but anyone that's in anything related to entertainment that's doing this somewhat independently there's a hustle there's, there's always like a hustle i mean you know we shoot and we dance and we cam and we do our many vids and we do all of these different platforms and you know to be successful in one you kind of have to be successful in all of them and so I think there's always a hustle. It's just sort of a different vibe and a different pace because it's your own thing. Like you have a different passion for it because it's yours. Right. Um, instead of, you know, being employed somewhere and being mm -hmm. expected to hustle, you know, you either hustle and you make money or you don't. And so it's there's kind of a different passion for it. Right. And so, I mean, it's been something that we've discussed on the show before, but like, is there room for a personal life in in all of this hustle? Like, it, you know, you're talking about all these different mm -hmm. dimensions of the job, being on stage, doing your many vids, being in porn and all this work that you're doing. Like, what what is your, is there room for a personal life or is that a hard balance? Or is it something that you just don't care about? Like, are you like, I feel like a very career driven person. Like, and for me, that's sort of like enough sometimes, you know? Well, I'm married. I have a personal life. I live I live in Pennsylvania where Paige just moved away yeah. from. <laughs> um, She's like moving there. I'm like moving we, away we, from we, it. I moved to where she moved away from. And, you know, and I, I fly to L.A. and I shoot or I travel to dance and then I go home and I'm home for a couple of weeks. And, you know, and I, I have my other my many vids and my other platforms and whatever. But, um, you know, 
it's very important to me. And I think if, you know, it's, it's a kind of a fine line, but it's doable. Right. And for the rest of you? Um, it's definitely hard to balance your personal and your career. Cause I mean, even with relationship, you know, it's very hard to find guys that will be okay of you doing porn mm -hmm. or if they say they'll be okay, but then they want you to quick later. Right. And I said, you know, I never want to quick unless it's my, decision to do it um so it's very hard and also it's hard he can be embarrassed in front of his friends his family um just know that you know if you meet a porn star we still human so you, right. you have to treat mm -hmm. us we're nothing anything less than you right right Right. Maybe just more. Yeah. Yeah. For a little bit. We have um, two personalities. You have one. I think it's really important to make sure you maintain a personal life with uh, what we do. It is, you know, um, very um, different. It's like not your usual job. Um, but it, it also grounds you and it creates um, it, you maintaining a balance in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so nice to go from like crazy club, um, you know, dance gigs to photo shoots to traveling to like how we got fortunate to come to this beautiful city and shoot and like do all this stuff. And then we go home to our lives or whether it's our dogs or children or husbands or boyfriends or family or friends, you know, I'm so simple. I just want to go home and like um, relax and like, catch up with my friends over food or go see a movie like it's so simple everybody's like oh my god when you go home you have like orgies and like yes, fucking go to like you know gangbang parties and stuff i'm, I'm like are you so like, wholesome seriously <laughs> we are and i have chef friends and i'm like okay well when you're home do you cook at home and they're like hell no fuck that yeah. <laughs> well exactly oh god, that's what i've always said yes. like if you were a chef would yeah. you go home and cook like a five course yeah, meal? No, true. you would go home and order out. I have legitimately asked a couple of my chef <laughs> friends that question. That's always been my analogy. And they're, they're like, fuck, no. And I'm like, yeah, I well, go home right and I, here. I craft in my basement. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm, What are you crafting? Oh my God, I like making wreaths. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> so I have like wreaths every season. You just um, sent me one. I do. No, listen, I have a whole craft like area. I have like my little machines. Oh my Are you like, selling this on Etsy? Things. I do have oh an my Etsy God. store. Oh my God. It's not what? like I don't advertise it on my Yeah, you don't have anything. to. Yeah, but, but I, I totally have. I make I make tank tops, like cute little sayings on tank tops with my. I have a shirt press and I have like. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that is so fun. That's like, what I do in my free time. Incorporate this with porn and like make a reef with your with, like, pictures on it. Or yeah. yeah. No, it's, we're very, we are, we're normal people when we go yeah. home and, and families are important to us and, you know, we want to be normal people. Yeah. Do any of the other of you have like interesting hobbies, like crafting or I love like a, boxing. Like a secret passion, boxing. Yeah, I love it. It's, I don't like cardio, but I think that also is like a stress reliever for me as well. And it's just, it's something I'm still learning. Like, you know, I'm still working on it, but I love it. And Paige, do you have a... Um, or not, know. it's fine I not know. to. I, I love art. I do a lot of like printmaking stuff. I don't know. I went to art school in high school. So it's kind of just like something I've always done. Right. I grew up with it's it. It's just a part so. of who you are. Yeah. yeah. When I have time. I, yeah. It's hard to To make the time in. for that. Cindy? I love traveling to see different cultures and meet new people. And uh, I like cooking a lot because when I travel, we have to eat out a lot. So when I'm home, I just like to do grocery and make my own food. 
It could be Vietnamese. It could be um, American. But right. you guys, welcome to come over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what we love to do, Cindy and I travel on the road very often and together. And so our thing is, well, no matter where we're at, we could be like in the Midwest or like some country <laughs> or something. And we make sure we make it a point to go venture out and find like um, – Asian food, yeah, Vietnamese, Vietnamese food. food or something. We could yeah. be somewhere, and it's always amazing too. We have people with us that never had pho before. Right. Like oh, recently, where were we? Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, yeah. and we found like the most Asian yeah. place ever yes. to eat. And, and we were teaching people how to eat with chopsticks or security guys. And you know those <laughs> like those uh, soup spoon that you get from they like, didn't know soup, what that like was. a ramen soup, yeah. and he, like those like kind of what's it? How do you describe it? Like a bigger on the bottom. Yeah, flat on the bottom. Yeah, the soup. And he would hold it like on the other side. <laughs> we were like yeah. the other way, and yeah. it's like, well, see, we just don't. We Kilani and I went out for what did we get yesterday? Oh, Korean, Korean barbecue. barbecue. So mm-hmm. they bring out Kilani's rice. They give her chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> they bring out my rice. They give me a spoon. Big old spoon. <laughs> that was so <laughs> insulting. And I was like, listen, I don't know how to rice and chopsticks. <laughs> right? Like, I but got they got it. me. I had Vietnamese food for the first time. Yes, and I'm so proud of her. Yes. <laughs> and did you like it? I did. I did. It was really good. Um, so do you, I know Cindy and Kalani get to travel, but do you both get to travel a lot with your work? Um, I travel a lot because I do live in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, so I travel to LA to shoot. Um, and then I travel around to dance and then, you know, like Kalani, we, we were fortunate enough to come here. Um, is this all of your first time in Montreal? Yes. Oh, sweet. Yes. We want to so stay longer. Yeah. I'm sad to leave. Me too. Yeah. What's been the highlight of this trip so far for you? each of you oh my gosh i think just hanging out with these girls yeah. like yeah. so cool because we never you know we get to see each other on set but it's never it's always like boom 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 boom, right. boom. like you never yeah, actually get, get to hang out mm-hmm. it's yeah all four of us get along really well we've had an amazing week all of our yeah. photo shoots have been a major success That's the so photo great. shoots itself have been and I, I think it's rare to just get four different totally different personalities together and they just all mesh and I feel like we mesh. Like, I feel like I we get along really well. I thought it's going to be like a Jersey Shore episode. Right. I can't right. believe, like, <laughs> I, I even, they put me with all these, like, experienced girls. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and you're I'm so learning sick. so much. Yeah, well, you just, you have that, that it factor, right? I mean, it can't be denied. Still, <laughs> they, te- they teach me so much just being Aww. around them. That's so great. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the selection process <laughs> is, but because, you know, um, we had our first season and now with you, it's just like, but every group, there's been this like undeniable like chemistry and just like, it's been so cool to to witness. Do you think that there is like, I don't know, just this sort of like innate understanding of each other because of what you do, that there's that that unspoken yeah. bond. Like, I think there's like a camaraderie. Like, mm-hmm. did I say that word right? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that word <laughs> means. <laughs> like a like a unity. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you know, like like a friendliness, a friendly vibe. I, I think it's a, a misconception that we're all in competition with each other and we all don't like each other, and that's just couldn't be further from the truth. You know, a lot of women in our industry are so supportive of each other and want to just bend over backwards to help each other succeed and. And I think that that's sort of the the common thread. Right. Well, that's great. That's like, because I'm, you know, 
we do obviously talk about like the empowering and the exciting side of like creating your own business and running this, but obviously there are challenges too. And it's, it's a great thing to know that like you have people looking out for you mm -hmm. in the midst of those like more difficult Absolutely. and challenging you moments. You have to, you know, to build, make our business stronger. Also, we are one of the few or probably the only business where the women are the dominant ones. Like yeah. we can control whatever we are, our, our choices, yeah, you know, right. we make right. choices, we, we control more. anything, we get paid more, we call the shots. And in order for any, and a lot of, a lot of people ask me this every time is the guys who want to get in the business. Well, how can I get in the business? The only way you can get in is if a girl lets you come onto set and do a scene with her. That's right. the only way you can get in. An agent doesn't just like be like, okay, you're hired. Okay. Wait, so you get to choose who you do or you get like a veto option or like, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That I did not know. Absolutely. Yeah. We are in, I don't okay, get that choice more, yet. Tell me we a are, bit more about that. We are in total control of everything that happens. So like you're sent like a scene that the, whatever production company wants you to do. And then do they like suggest a name for a co-star so or they'll, they'll tell you who you're, who they've booked you with. And if you don't want to work with that person, you say no. And they find we someone no else. List. Yeah. <laughs> we can have no you know, list. We are in control of, of what happens Which and what doesn't and do what that? we do with our bodies and what we don't. And right. we're not forced to do anything or work with anyone we don't want to or do anything we're uncomfortable with. We're That's in total control. so great. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that yeah, part. Yeah. Because you know, it's funny. Right. Like sometimes I forget that we have that. I would go talk to my normal friends and they would say, oh, you know, like they were talking about a coworker. And I was like, can you put them on your no list? <laughs> <laughs> Go away, and he just like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. I was like, oh, oh, you can't just say you can't work with her anymore. Uh, if yeah. only I've got. Yeah, you only. have our voices. Every industry should. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, our voices yeah, are seriously. This no list sounds very appealing to me. Okay. <laughs> Even with traveling or whatever, like our agent will be like, hey, Kehlani, are you all right to travel with Cindy? Yeah, and vice versa. He'll be like, you, you good to travel with Kehlani? Like, mm -hmm. same thing. Like, you know, they're just so cool. I right. mean, it was just cool. And you don't know until you do come across another industry or another work where um, you, they don't have that luxury or choice right. or whatever. And um, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but is there a particular like co-star that you've had in the past that you really loved working or one or someone that you really want to work with? We don't know who she loves working with. Well, I noticed, <laughs> I noticed two people on your many bits page. Well, one of them. These, these, I know which one. That you know probably who both of them are. Wait, no, not the second one. We no. talked about him oh. earlier. Yep. Oh, McLean. Yeah. Oh, well, we, I got so this. My, so my favorite, they've been teasing me because I have a, a total man crush on them and, and they've been teasing me all week. Um, I love Johnny Castle. Every sentence is Johnny Castle. He's just so pretty. Um, so he was my favorite. <laughs> Does anyone That's else want to share? That's why I just sat back because I right. figured someone else would say it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have crushes on some guys. And I like every time I see them on my call sheet, I'm like, oh, yeah. But yeah, I was hesitant to ask that question because I don't know if like within the industry, you don't want to let people know who you like. Or, oh, they like, know because if you're yeah, constantly yeah, on yeah, set with like, like with Wicked for every scene, you, you basically cast the movie you're in. You right. can cast whoever and... 
I always had one particular one guy who I put in all of my movies <laughs> to do all of my scenes with. It was Xander Corvus. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. put him in everything. He actually, yeah, he got, he was introduced to Wicked by me basically. And then Wicked loved him and used him all the time. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, it's, he's so, great. So he's my, he was my favorite. Yeah. Back so even then. though it's a female dominate business, the man can be successful as well. You know, just remember it to be respectful. Right. And have a good hygiene. Yeah, yes. like yeah. so important. That's like, yeah. Brush your teeth, take a shower. Smell you know, good. basic stuff that I thought people would know already, but some don't. Right. But anyway, just respect. Always ask, you know, what's our do and don'ts. So I love people ask that so that we can be on the same page of what's you know that we're what we're comfortable with. Don't eat a burrito before anal. Like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. do people still not know that. <laughs> <laughs> some don't care. Like, some don't care. I'm like, sometimes some don't care. I that's shocking to me, especially like you know, just like you'd think as someone working in. I've this heard industry, some horror but, stories, yeah. some real horror stories about anal days. I've been there. Uh, oh, I mean, like not seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> well, no, you, you do not strike me as the kind of person that would like not no be accidents. On point. Like here. you're on point. Hell no, God. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'm I've like, been there. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm. almost too scared to ask. Like, maybe we should. I don't know. Do like, it. Like, I I you don't say any names, obviously. No, no, no. no. I, I've just heard stories about girls. You know, because generally, and I'm fairly new to anal. It's something mm -hmm. I put off for a long time. Um, you know, there's a pretty stringent like process to mm -hmm. get ready. You know. And, and it's not pleasant, but it's what you do to avoid accidents. And I've heard of girls that just, just don't care. Wow. And they'll eat a full breakfast and then they'll go do an anal scene. And then, you know, can I curse yeah, on this thing? Okay. Course. Shit happens. <laughs> right. and like, Literally. You know, and it's like some people just don't care. And I got to give it to the male performers in yeah. the industry. They're amazing. Yeah. You know, people who think a lot of guys in the business who, I mean, who are not in the business are just horny fan guys or whatever who like think like, I love sex so much. I can do it. I can do porn. Right. But, okay. Imagine you're like going at it with this hot chick. You're both professionals. Camera's going and it's like super hot anal scene. And then psh, accident happens. But imagine the guy still staying hard Ugh. and still, you know, okay, girl goes to the bathroom, takes care of what she has to do, cleans up, whatever, baby wipes, whatever. And then the guy still goes at it. Like, oh my God, I really, we talk about how we have the power and all this stuff. Right. But wow, I really have respect for the guys Absolutely. who like, Same. yeah, they're yeah. still hard. As, they're ready to go. Right. They're not grossed out. Right. They're not like someone, ill gross. They're, they're like, like understanding, no, yeah. they're compassionate. Yeah, they're someone, like, you okay? Like, ugh, love them. As, no, go ahead. as someone that's like new to anal, I'm still very like, I'm so sorry. I hope this is okay. I hope I'm I get yeah, right. the same way. I'm but, still like, the same way. I hope that everything is okay. Yeah. And every single guy I've ever done anal with has been like, we're cool. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. if something happens, something happens, and we yeah. move on. You, it's like, so mature. It's I love that. And the guys out just, of the industry, like, ew, I wouldn't do that because yeah. right. that happens. I'm yeah. like, what do you expect? It's the human body. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens. They're so great and just so. They make you feel so comfortable. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm really. It's really it's an, so an cool. amazing I industry. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, there's nothing like it. I feel right. like mm -hmm. there, so many people have misconceptions about yeah. like, what it is. They think we're being forced or like I, 
they just think it's bad. Like it's bad for our mental right. health or something. But I feel like happier than ever right. since I started. I've never known how to conduct more professional business or network more or better. I've never met any more business savvy people than I have yeah. in this industry right. in mm -hmm. all aspects of it, whether it's people behind the camera, the interviewer, viewers, or um, uh, the photographers or us. Um, I've never met more professional people in my life. So right. that's so great. Like, Actually, and that's a great um, segue into our hot topic. Um, oh, hot like talk about that idea of like misconception, right? Mm -hmm. um, so there's this couple in Michigan, um, Linda and Scott, and they're both teachers. Um, and they actually like, and they do basically like video work. They even have a profile on many vids, um, hot for teachers. And they're sort of playing up that idea of like, you know, like the, the teacher taboo, the teacher yeah. cliche. Um, and then it recently got discovered. And then of course, like now the school, actually at least as far as like the latest update that I read, like they haven't been fired or anything, but like there is this like investigation. And of course, inevitably uh -huh. there's parents that like, you know, feel like this is so wrong, but it's like, we're, how do you feel about that? So I feel like, do any of these parents have more than one kid? Cause that means that they've had sex too. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, right. um, everyone has sex. If you choose two consenting, what two consenting adults decide to do is their business, and you know it doesn't affect. Just like what we do in front of the camera for a living doesn't mean we're bad people. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that we're anything. Um, it, it's the same for them. They're still you can still be amazing people and good parents and good you know, role models and everything and just have a kinky sex life. Like who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's so interesting that people do tend to get like so uptight about something well, that's so universal. So here's my question is how were they found out? Does that mean a parent at the school was watching mm -hmm. and came Probably. across them? Right. Because it's a exactly. huge double standard. Right. You yeah. know, it, it's like, People chastise you when they find out what you do, and it's like, but you they found point out. at you with the hand they jerk <laughs> off like, with. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, that's the perfect yes. metaphor. Yes. I love perfect. that thing. It's that is so perfect, but that's right? exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. You know, right. and it's, it's like true. this is something. Let's be honest that like we all engage with mm -hmm. to some extent in our lives, and then. And this, but this like judgment and this like superiority mm. that people tend to feel. You know, it's feel. crazy when I'm at a dinner, a grown up dinner, and people of um that are so like normal civilians, right? What we call them, yes. yeah, civilians. <laughs> they um they'll be making like even the most innocent looking girl or whatever guy, nerdy guy or whatever, will be making the most sexual comments and jokes ever. But the only person that won't be making it at the dinner table will be me because I'm like, oh, I feel like if I say something nasty or whatever, it'll be like, oh, typical. Of course, she'll say, she'll right. say that. So I actually refrain from be, from being making sexual jokes and shit. Mm -hmm. But all these normal people are nasty. The things well, that they say. And I'm like, oh, you're a freak. And I love it. But I feel like I hold right. back from saying it because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's just typical. She would say that. And it's you know? kind of, you know, I, I did an, an interview earlier today and they were asking me about conventions about AVN and stuff. And I said, a lot of the time, the people walking around AVN, like the patrons, are more scantily clad than we are. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's the same kind of thing. Like we're, we're more reserved than you would think we are. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, yeah. we're not the dirty ones. Right. <laughs> I think because we're getting it out of yeah. our system. So like we don't yeah. go around. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we're oh. like, okay, we're good. But yeah. no, like the Kalani's phrase was perfect. Like, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because it's just like, this insane hypocrisy. Just double you know? standards. Double yeah, standards. What we do and... for a job in our private life doesn't mean, you know, reflect anything 
that we're a bad yeah, person. I mean, yeah. Like my, for example, okay, so my my half sister, I grew up with her in Vietnam, and now she's getting married. I I found out she getting married. She didn't invite me because she find out what I do. Like why? Because I see her as my sister because we grew up together. So it's hurtful for me because mm-hmm. why is it what I do? I'm still your sister, and you didn't invite me to your wedding. Yeah. So I my my older wow. sister, my full blood sister, hasn't talked to me in four years because of what I do. You know, yeah. and it's and you know we still the same person. You know, you what know? I mean, I'm still a great aunt to her kids, and I don't get to see them. And see, well, you did say we were gonna get deep. <laughs> what the hell, man? Oh, don't make me cry. It's because I'm on my second glass of champagne. I'm so emotional. They got there naturally. Oh, my gosh. It was not planned. It's it's crazy that people who have known you your entire life and know who you are as a person will turn on you because of what you do. And it's like none of us are different people than we were before. Yeah. And in so many instances, you know, like when people like come out of the closet or come out as trans or whatever it is, whenever there's mm-hmm. like this revealing of a part of yourself mm-hmm. to someone, even when it's someone close, yeah. sometimes there's this risk that they can't get past their own misconceptions and whatever is right. going on in their mind. And then yeah. they ruin this otherwise like great relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's always a sad thing yeah. because there's just sad. no it's reason so for it. Yeah. Like, like what do so, they think? I think they just suck everyone's cock at the party right? or right. something like what? Like, show up naked start an orgy like with the what? all the groomsmen. Yeah, it's what's hurtful because I didn't even know about the wedding. I didn't even know she's getting married right. into my mom saying, oh, I'm going to uh, Mexico. And I'm like, what? And I always book her flight and I say, what? Oh, it's uh, Hannah's wedding. It's like, what? And it's like, <laughs> oh you know, that's like, it's hurtful because I see her as my sister. Yeah, right. No, that's terrible. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I wish people wouldn't tell me about their weddings. <laughs> I know. I don't like getting... love weddings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, those are where you can the meet Cupid guys. The Shuffle yeah. is the only reason what? to go to a wedding. What is the oh, Cupid Shuffle? What is that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to show you a YouTube you video. Okay. 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 Oh, my God. I'll do it. Put on the Cupid Shuffle and I'll do it. I'll show it to you. It's so fun. Okay. It's like the electric slide. I'm oh. just at this moment right now where, like, everyone I know is getting engaged. Really? And yeah, not everyone, Gross. but a lot of no, people. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> how I feel. Like I, I don't know. Like I mean, I know that you know, getting to know you all tonight. Like, of course, there are certain aspects of your life that are a bit more conventional, but there's a very large part of your life that is unconventional. Right. And this mm-hmm. is the road less traveled. Right. And like, I don't know. I'm just always been a person who's drawn to people that take the road less traveled. And when I hear people sort of just following like every benchmark that society has laid out for them, I'm like, it's a bit boring. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's not something that I get excited about. I'm like, someone's like, I'm engaged. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy when anyone, you know, is happy and gets what they want out of life, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. Sometimes we're all expected to be like excited about the same thing. Yeah. Just say, hit me up when you have a divorce party. Uh, that yeah. I would actually yeah. share like, You know what? I am, yes, I am that party. girl that my friends hit up when they're like uh, breaking up with boyfriends. Like, I want to go out and because I live in Vegas too. Right. It's like I have the key to the town. Like, um, Johnny broke up with me. I'm coming to Vegas. I'm like, let's go. Okay, that's when you step in and like. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it. I got this. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want to take this moment to remind everyone listening that you can, of course, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Just search MV Podcast. Leave us a good review. I think we deserve it. Um, Five stars, please. Five stars, exactly. (laughs) Come on. 
And um, let's check in with Jules. How are we doing over there, Jules? Oh, hello. <laughs> what a great podcast. Oh, my God. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> a lot of love from the chat, by the way. Um, yeah, I do have a lot of questions here. Great. So let's tackle uh, some of those. Yeah, we can start with an easy one if you want. Yeah. Um, this is by Henrik899. What celebrity would you rate as a perfect 10? Okay, can I start? Yes. <laughs> okay, I know I'm so late to the table on this, but I like to watch things after they're popular. I hate watching things when like everyone is into it. <laughs> right, but so like I just started binging Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. um, and I am obsessed with Jamie Lannister. Oh my God. I, Not who I thought you were gonna say. There's a few on the show that I love. But Jamie, I don't know. There's just something about him and that actor, like even just watching the actor he doing interviews, like just as himself, <laughs> Nikolai something, something Danish um, is like delicious. And I'm so feeling that right now. I really um, thought you were going to say Jon Snow. No, he's too pouty for me. <laughs> yeah, but he I wouldn't say no. No. Obviously. No. But um, yeah, no, I'm all about Jamie and Rob Stark, R.I.P. Okay, yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah. Like I tend to go for like those like convent. I mean, my taste in men is so basic. It's kind not like uh -huh. yeah, pretty boy, like sort of like classic, like you chiseled strong jaw. <laughs> I've seen him. I know who he is. Oh my god. Oh my God. Okay, but other than Johnny, who's your crush? Who's oh your my celebrity God. Mine crush? Mine would be Charlie Hunnam. Who's, what is he in? Sons of Anarchy. Okay. I like him too. Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy or Justin Timberlake. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. Classic. Paige? Okay, I feel like I have to like spill some tea. Yeah, do okay, it. Okay, so <laughs> I've had like so many like rapper crushes that I'm just like, oh my God, I just want to like you and like since i started porn like they dm me oh my god what? that's why i was hoping this yeah. story was yeah, gonna go yeah. and like then i realized who they are and i'm like all of you are trash human beings like mm. leave me alone and now like why because the dms are kind of disrespectful thirsty yeah they're just like <laughs> not who i expect. thought okay yeah like, you hold them so high up yeah, yeah. All well of a there's sudden, like it's there's like, always no, that risk not just with a celebrity crush but just like any sort of public figure yeah. that you admire, there's mm -hmm. always that risk meeting them that it's like, you're either gonna love them even more or mm -hmm. you're gonna like hate Lonnie them. just found out today that someone she really liked is a total bitch. <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> no. We don't have to say who. Oh, I know, I love her. <laughs> it's a celebrity? I love her, yeah. We won't say, but she's mean. How did you, you don't say the name, but how did you find out that she's mean? Because I was um, talking to somebody who's personally worked with her on oh. set, who's in the you know film industry right. and yeah, we found out. Mm. I'm so bummed. But it could just be a bad day. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Like, because that I'm sure true. that, like, you heard this one story from this one person, but equally you could hear yeah. mm -hmm. someone be like, oh, my God, I love this person. But who's your crush? Yeah. Who's the celebrity crush? Perfect. Gosh, I have so many different ones. Mm -hmm. Can you, like, I don't know, do, like, an actor or musician? I don't know. I okay, so let's many. say actor. Let's say, like, if there's a show that you're binging right now, like, someone that you're just sort of feeling in the moment. It doesn't have to be, like, your all-time. Okay, so there's a show called Animal Kingdom, and there's this guy called Rob something. I follow him. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Rob on Animal Kingdom. Rob something. <laughs> Look it up, people. Um, he's I hope freaking you're listening. cute. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some artists, some singers, rappers, right. some athletes, a little bit of this. Oh, okay. So my long time went, I, I love Char Charlie Hunnam too. Yes. Let's see. What else? Who else? Um, some boxers. Rob Wright. <laughs> Rob Wright? Uh, no. no. Bob something. Rob something. 
Bob something. Um, let's see. Or Bob. Or Rob Burgess. No, Owen Aubin. Oh, <laughs> From Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I this it. is so funny. I love that you don't even really know who you have a <laughs> because <on>. his his <laughs> Instagram name is like weird and different. Um, okay, so Vincent Castle, Castle or Castle. Oh, who's that again? That name is familiar. Okay, uh, the first he was in the movie Irreversible. Was it Irreversible? Oh no! Oh, he was in Black Swans. Okay, as the dance right. instructor, right? Or okay, yeah, yes, I really and him. I think he also ended up being Natalie Portman's like real life love, right? Really? I don't know. No, for sure. he's married to Monica Bellucci. Oh, or whatever. oh she's or, yeah. so hot. Who's gorgeous? <laughs> so that's also my thing. I would love to be a fly on their wall. Oh God, yes. You, you know? Or oh my like, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's cool, but I have it's endless. Different. I, yeah, yeah. Endless. For I all just, of us, I'm like a little like. Girl crush. Oh my god, me too. I've been boy crazy. <laughs> so many people. Three. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Like so many. And I wish I really could think of specific names, but I will like throw out like a tweet. Yeah, yeah, that was great. No, back. we got some good ones. And Cindy, yeah. who's on your radar? Me too. I have a lot too. I'm not loyal to anybody. <laughs> I know you're Sagittarius. We know you're not loyal yeah. to anyone. <laughs> okay, so so far, two names pop my head. Sophia Vegara. Oh Vigar. god, yes. I love her accent, her curves. Yes. It's amazing. And she's just so smart and funny. Yes. I like that. I you know, when that. people make you mm -hmm. laugh. And then um, and then Will Smith, I like his smile. Mm. And sometimes I just want to BBC. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Preach girl. That's great. Jules, do we have another question? Yeah, we have a bunch. Okay. So how about this one? Uh, what is the best and worst purchases you've ever made? Oh. By Immortal. Okay, the best purchase I made is um, Rihanna's Fenty Beauty Matchstick Highlighter. Ooh. Like, life-changing, great highlighter. Okay. Shade, starstruck, fantastic. Um, and the worst purchase I ever made um, was back in the day buying um, Bjork's movie Dancer in the Dark. That oh, movie gosh. is, like, disturbing and fucked up and, like, traumatized me. And What's that was it called? definitely... It's called Dancer in the Dark. Dancer in the Dark. It's just, Bjork? like, Bjork. Okay. And so you already know She's it's going like, to be crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just, like, that movie just profoundly got to me. I'm like, why did I buy this <laughs> shit? Like, I'm haunted. Okay, let's see. The best purchase I had to make was my first car. Um, when I was 18, my, my family didn't let me get a car. So I just went out, I saved up my money and I secretly just uh, buy a car myself and just drove back home with a Sweet. new car. So that was That's the best. It's like a, a level of like freedom right. that you get, you know? And the worst one would be uh, last week when I tried stinky tofu at the night market. Oh. I bought like a, I'm a foodie, so I like to try different yeah. food, but this one is like a stinky tofu plate and it was like, Gross. So it was not <laughs> uh, no. mm, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, Ben Robson is his name from Animal Kingdom. Uh, ben, I just had to look it up on my Instagram. Ben, if you're listening. No, I DM'd him one time, like a little winky face, and he DM'd me a, a beer cheers oh. thing too. And I was like so giddy. I'm like, oh yeah, he DM'd me, but he's just nice like that. Right. Probably DMs everybody. So um, <laughs> um um Worst, best and worst purchases, I feel, would be like my my Netflix movie purchases. Some have been great. Others sucked as far as like movies. That's right. the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. There is this dildo that I got from, <laughs> oh, from wait, Adam. Wait. wait a second. There's this dildo I got from Adam and Eve. And on the box or on the picture, it looked like this massive, throbbing, veiny, big, realistic dick-looking dildo. I was like, yeah, that's the one. And I opened it. It was like like that. Oh, <laughs> my God. Plus, the plus to it is that I did make a little, you know, video on it. I, it's got to be on my MV profile. And I just 
did anal with it. Right. Because it's little. Great. Not like small okay. penis. Yeah. But on the, the, Silver yeah, lining. Exactly, but on the thing, it looks huge and That's like one of those, that's like a cute. classic internet meme when you buy it online and when it arrives. Yeah, it's oh, this is a keychain, like it's crazy. Um, but just to you know, just to make clear, I'm not a size snob or size queen. Right. I'm just saying it looked crazy and right. huge false when I got advertising. it. It yeah. was total. False, we are against false that. We are against yeah. that. Paige, what about you? Okay, my best purchase would probably be my Hitachi. I just got it like three months ago. <gasps> I've had Ooh. vibrators before, <laughs> right. but not the Hitachi. This it, is the one that was like in Sex in the life. City, right? Like the, it's Probably. technically a neck massager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The full yeah, yeah. big one was just purchased like two months ago and I swear I use it like four times a week. Amazing. Worst purchase, my first car. It was awful. It was purple. It had gold rims. It was oh a coupe. It was a coupe Honda. Uh, it had a target top that you had to like take off. And one day I like dropped it and the top could never go back on. Oh, so my car just had no top. Oh my god. And I lived in Pennsylvania, so oh. snow. God. Oh my god. Rain god. all the time. That's next level crazy. <laughs> So my best purchase would probably be my house. I love my house. It's like my little nest. Um, I don't know about a worst purchase, and I've been called. I'm last. I had all kinds of time to think, and I can't come up with this thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I've purchased yeah, horrible, horrible I'm things sure. in my life. I just can't think of one right now. Was there something um, like before you got into this industry, maybe at the beginning, before you became like really successful? Was there sort of something that you said to yourself, like, when I reach this point, yes. I'm going to buy myself. Oh. Like, for oh, me, yes. it's like, I just can't wait to buy my first pair of Manolos. That's, oh, like, my sure. sort of, like, <laughs> but for each of you, just quickly, we, re- we have, like, four minutes left. But I just want to know if there was, like, something just, like, materialistic that you were, like, in your mind. Like, when I'm successful, I'm going to treat myself to this. Uh a Jaguar F-Type. <laughs> oh, and did you get it? No. Oh, okay. But you're getting there. You're no, getting there. Getting yes. <laughs> Boobs. I was always very happy and very proud of being um, natural for like 10 years. So it's not like I was like pining for boobs. Right. They were kind of like a fantasy for me. I'm like, one day I'll have them. One day I did want them. And then I was like, no, but I just don't want to spend the money on them. Then I got them and I'm really happy. They're, they're new. They look they're amazing. Like a year. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I'm really happy to have them. I was... I loved being natural at the time, but now I'm on to the big boobs. Yeah. Bigger and it's better. An, yeah. I fucking love it's a new it. Chapter. I love it. <laughs> yes, congrats. Thank you. Paige? Well, when I first started, I was like, I need something from Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I got yes. my Louis Vuitton yes. wallet. Yeah. Now I know I'm ambi- <laughs> ambitious, but I want to buy a house. Okay. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was my first pair of Louis Vuitton's. Uh-huh. I just had always admired from afar yes and i wanted louboutin so bad and you got so them. bad i did amazing i did um well thank you all so much thank for being you. on the first episode of season two this has been such You're a blast awesome. um before i wrap things up how about just quickly we go across the table let people know like your many vids profile or like instagram where you want people to come find you um yeah as we all but, grab our phones to figure out what I'm Oh, you don't yeah. even know your handles? <laughs> well, mine is under Cindy Starfall, and you can follow me on Instagram at C Starfall and Twitter at Cindy Starfall. Great. Paige, do you know yours? 
Um, my many vids, I'm almost positive it's just Paige Owens. Right. Well, everyone's many vids is on the Twitter account, yeah. so go check out many vids as Twitter, but Instagram or wherever you want um, people to come find you. Twitter, I am Paige Owens XXX, and on Instagram, I'm the real Paige Owens. Great. And Brooklyn. Checking, I'm checking, I'm checking. <laughs> this is so funny. So I'm pretty sure. So here's my problem: is like half my stuff I got is. It. Okay, go you go first. Go then. for it, Kaylani. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You need to buy some time. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. My many vids profile is Kaylani Lay dot many vids dot com. Okay. K Y L A N I L E I. My first? Instagram is um Kaylani Live and my Twitter is Kaylani Live. My my website, my baby is yes. um Kaylani Live dot com, and that's where I produce um custom videos for fans. Great. Boom. Okay, I still don't know my many uh, It's okay. Well, because the many vids Twitter will link it. Well, we'll hook you up. Don't worry. Brooklyn underscore Chase. Right. Some of it is Chase. Variations. Chase. Exactly. Yeah. Variations. They'll find you. Yeah. So my Twitter is Brooklyn underscore Chase, and my Instagram is Miss Brooklyn Chase. Great. Well, thank you again thank so you. much for joining us. Thank you to everyone who's been listening live. Thank you to everyone who's thank listening you. to this on <laughs> iTunes. Thank you guys. We're so excited to kick off this season. We'll be back here next week. Thursday, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern. So come join us. Thank you so much. We love you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.